0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. Bonsoir means good evening in French because my accent is from Paris. My name is Simon, Simon in French, and welcome to The Rendezvous. Uh, I live in the Midwest. I don't know where you're listening from, but here it's getting colder and colder and colder. And I like that in a way because this is the end of the tunnel, right? So we know that three to six months from now, If we respect, you know, the CDC's recommendations, you know, social distance, wear your mask, wash your hands. Well, we have this vaccine coming, so I'm excited. Even though it's not right there and a couple months away or even five months away, I just see the end of the tunnel. And that gives me joie de vivre. So all we got to do now is do everything we can to stay safe and protect the one we love. And then liberation. Liberation, la liberation. That's what I'm looking for. So that is for the future. For tonight, it's about you and new love life. Any questions? 855-905-8255. If you want to share a personal story that touched your heart, you saw romantic story, call the rendezvous now, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Stéphie. Bonjour, Simon. bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, Steffi, I should say congratulations. I heard you got engaged back in February. Tell me what happened.
2: Yes. So I'm a nurse um, and Mm -hmm. I I work overnight. Um, Mm -hmm. My fiance now, um, he came to the job and I met him in the cafeteria, which is normal. Um, Just go down and grab a bite to eat. But he was down there. He had one of his friends who plays the saxophone. He was down there playing a song for us. Um, my husband bought oh. uh, Soon to be Sorry, I'm excited uh, He uh-huh. bought 100 whites and roses um, mm-hmm. And he like laid them out All on the table um, There was a like a big life-size teddy bear in, in a teddy bear's hands Was the wedding ring And my husband was like <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> My fiance was beyond a bear um, And he kind of like popped up And he just asked me to marry him Kind of like all my co-workers They were in on it um, It was just really, really sweet
1: I, I love that. How, how did that make you
2: feel? Oh my gosh, my heart, like, still flutters to this day of me thinking about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was just amazing. And I'm, I don't know, I like to show him off. So he did it in front of my friend. So it made me feel, like, really special. Um, I hear and that. Those, <laughs> those next five hours went by so slow because I just couldn't wait to get back to him.
1: Uh, I am sure. Uh, listen. This is fantastic, and first of all, thanks for everything you guys do, you know, in, in hospitals and all these, I mean, it's just have friends that are nurses too, uh, and doctors, you guys are amazing, so thanks for that. But thank you for sharing that story, and congratulations to both of you, many, many years of happiness.
2: Thank you so much,
1: Simon. You're most welcome. Have a good night, Steffi.
2: You too.
1: Coming up, I'm going to go to Christina. Twitter DM, because she has a question about her boyfriend who started to do something different, let's just say it like that. Her DM is next. So I got a DM, a Twitter DM from Christina at Radio saying, Bonjour Simon, my boyfriend recently started sleeping with his phone under his arm, which is weird <laughs> because usually he leaves it on the nightstand. So do you think I should be concerned? Please advise. Ah, Christina, that's a good question. If your partner suddenly starts sleeping with their phone under their arm, is that weird and should you be concerned? I'm going to definitely tell you what I think. Coming up next. How would you feel if, like Christina, you would find out your partner recently started sleeping with his phone under his arms instead of putting it on the nightstand as usual? Would you be concerned and would you think there is a problem? Christina, thanks for the Twitter DM. Definitely, Houston, we have a problem. Because the only reason I can think of somebody would sleep with their phone under their arm is to make sure you have no access to it while they sleep. Therefore, I suggest you get out of the unspoken and you ask him why he does that now and um, open his phone in front of you so you can see what is in there. Because I'm curious to know what is he hiding. If he doesn't want to show you and open the phone to you, there is something, some shenanigans in there. And that's a deeper conversation. You need to know why he does it and you need to know what's on his phone, messages or DM. If he's hiding it from you, then call me back. We have a major problem. Hopefully not. Thanks for the DM. You call us next. Bonjour, Maggie.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on with your fiancé? How can I help?
0: Uh, well, I was hoping you can tell me how I can encourage my fiancé to take part in our wedding planning.
1: I see. But explain. So, like, so how much part is he taking as we speak?
0: You know, he's trying. I think he just thinks I want to do all of it because I I do like planning and I have more I think opinions about stuff. But right now, he's just doing the music.
1: Okay. And if we had to to put a I would like a fair compromise on the table between what you think he should do and what you should do, what would that be ideally?
0: I think I just want to hear his opinion. You know, like he doesn't have. I know it's hard for him to pick out flowers and stuff like that, but just like. You know, do you like what I picked? What do you feel about it? Is this okay with you? Um, And he just always says, yeah, it's great.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. So this is interesting, Maggie, because, I mean, most guys are like that, most guys. Yeah. Because we don't perceive uh, in the same detail sometimes what you perceive as a woman. So Mm -hmm. what could be frustrating to you in terms of his non-involvement, it's just that most guys can't really tell whether this flower arrangement is good or not, so it's like he can tell you yes, 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 but just know that it's a fact. We are so wired differently emotionally, and and when it comes to romance and and some symbolism of stuff, that mm-hmm. he he does the best he can. I just honestly think he can't. He doesn't have an opinion really on. He trusted you, right? So that I think guys, friends of mine, you know, they don't want to hurt. Their, their their fiance's feelings and and by saying something because they don't really know which flower arrangement is fine or which color should be you know the napkin and stuff like that so I don't think it's against you I just think it's the nature of of the beast it's like guys are very good for certain things but not everything <laughs> and especially when it comes to romance and flower arrangement and napkin colors they don't know <laughs> right they don't know
0: <laughs> yeah I just was feeling guilty making all the decisions but if I like you said, if it makes it easier for him, then, you know, it's a good thing. I
1: think you're doing great. You're doing great, Maggie. You check with him once in a while. You like that. He says, yes, yes, yes. And then you remember this conversation with me. You say, Simon told me so. Simon said, guys do not care much and don't know <laughs> arrangement colors. They just don't.
0: <laughs> okay, great. I love that.
1: All right, Maggie. So now you can enjoy, relax, no guilt. Organize everything the way you like it. He wants you to be happy. I mean, I want my girlfriend to be happy. Any guy wants his fiancée, we want to make everything we can to make you happy. We just don't have the same color finesse than women have, okay?
0: (laughs) Okay, thank you so much.
1: You're most welcome, Maggie. Good luck to you, congrats, and have a good night.
0: Thank you.
1: Coming up, I want to talk about really the main differences between men and women when we are dating, getting married, getting engaged. Let's talk about those main differences we should never forget. Next. So step by step, let's talk about the differences when we date first. So men and women have a very different approach because we have to remember men feel everything through their eyes at first, women through the eyes, but also the whole intuition, emotions. There's a new, I would say, almost galaxy of emotion that men do not possess, women have. So for instance, when we date, at the beginning, we you know, we like each other, we find each other attractive and all that, and then we enjoy the conversation. The mind of a woman, I'm honest, think, is there a potential future? Is it somebody I can build something with? And now men, they don't think like this at first. They think, ooh la 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 That's the number one difference when we date. You have to keep that in mind not to be surprised by how we build the future together. And now the biggest difference, step two, when we're about to get engaged and married, I'll tell you what they are next. So now, let's say you're dating somebody and you, you, know, you are maybe living together. Biggest difference between men and women. Never forget that. The notion of romance fades <laughs> away in the mind of a man, slowly but surely. So when it comes to Ulala, the efforts he was making at the beginning, taking you out, candles, music, gifts, whatever it was, the language of love was, he will think because you're in know, an exclusive committed relationship, the ooh comes as naturally as the beginning. Men forget the romance because we are not naturally romantic. We're not. We have to understand that's a process of love. Women, as they get more and more comfortable with their man, need that romance more and more, not less and less. Dinners, theater, movies, whatever it is, right? And I think that's why if we forget the language of love with each other, we go to a brick wall pretty fast. So please, don't forget those differences. It will help you build and continue your relationship with a great understanding and hopefully great success. That's from my experience. You call the next. A question for me? Call the rendezvous now, please. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ruby. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ruby. So I understand you have a question. What's going on?
3: My question is, I've been with my boyfriend now. It'll be six months, and he keeps talking about what his family's doing for Christmas and their plans, and there has just not been any sort of invitation or, you know, mention that Mm -hmm. he would like to have me join him for Christmas at his parents' house. Mm -hmm. And so it just has me, like, really of on edge stressed out nervous just feeling kind of lost because i have met his parents before just one time but it makes mm-hmm. me wonder if maybe he's just not as into me as i am to him or he's not taking the relationship as seriously i, I just i i don't even know what to think really so i would love okay. your advice
1: mm-hmm. i understand um have you talked about it with him have you said any christmas plans you guys have discussed christmas plans or not yet really
3: you know, I haven't directly asked him because I'm just, I guess that's why I'm calling you. I just, I don't know. Sure. I don't know well, how to
1: handle this. <laughs> I, I think that there's no room for unspoken in a healthy relationship. I mean, because if you don't say it, it makes you anxious. As you said, you know, you feel anxious and upset. So I would say um, soon when you guys are relaxed, you're not a big, like, drama. But it was, so are we doing Christmas together or not? Question number one, are, are you planning to do Christmas, should we do Christmas together at your parents or mine? Put it that way. And if mm-hmm. he says, yes, we're going to go to my parents, the answer is solved. If he says we're going to do it separately, then you can ask the second question. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, but I understand. So, I mean, where are we going? What's the next step for us? And then you ask all the questions you want, Ruby, because I don't want you to stay in the unspoken zone where we mm-hmm. think and feel things we don't share with our partner.
3: I, I, yeah, I think you're 100% right. I guess I would've expected him to be a little more open about his plans, but maybe I'm you know, overthinking it and his plans all along are to have me there, you know? So you're right, I just need to you know, pick a time when we're both relaxed and just ask him about it.
1: 100%, at the right time. Never in somebody's face, never yelling, like I speak to you, calmly, softly. We have to talk softly to each other and then every conversation is pleasant. That's the secret. Talk softly to each other, okay?
3: Sounds wonderful. Thank you. And I hope you, ha- you and your family have a wonderful holiday.
1: Thank you very much, Ruby. And you too. Have a good night.
3: Thank you, Simon.
1: Coming up, I'm going to go listen to Lindsay's voicemail because she's in a relationship and she has a dilemma. Her voicemail is next. So please remember, if you have a question, 247 365 leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I'll get to it during the show, just like for Lindsay's. Take a listen.
2: Bonjour Simon, this is Lindsay. I can't wait to hear your advice because I'm having some serious difficulty. I am in a new relationship with a fantastic man who I love dearly. He treats me so, so well, and yet I still also have a crush on an ex. And we never really dated, but I still have a crush on this guy that I don't have a relationship with. If you could help me out, I would really appreciate that. I can't wait to hear your advice.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay, for the voicemail. Yeah, what should you do if you're in a relationship but you have a crush on another person? I'm going to tell you my advice next. What should you do if you're in a relationship but you have a crush on another person? Which is Lindsay's dilemma, right? She has a a crush on another guy, even though she's dating somebody. What you should do, here's my advice, is a crush is natural. It can happen. It's what you do with it, the question, right? So what should you do? Give it time. Because if the universe wants you to be with this other person, it will happen. But, you know, sometimes you have a crush, and it doesn't mean you want to ooh-la-la, you want to break off your relationship. You have a crush. People have celebrity crushes. People have crushes on their neighbors. People have crushes in, at the yoga club. So I'm not too worried, Lindsay, about a crush on another guy. It's what you're going to do with it. And if you don't know what to do with it, there is one line to follow. Intuition. Follow your intuition, and you will never be disappointed. That's my advice. When you don't know what to do, Call me or follow your intuition. I hope that helps you. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nanette.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on with your partner? How can I help you?
4: So my partner lost her job um, about a month ago, and she hasn't been actively looking for a new one. She's just been on the couch a lot, um, you know, playing video games and watching movies, and she's contributing but she's going through her savings, and I just, I need to know, how do I motivate her to, you know, push her to go, you know, job hunting but without offending
1: her? Um, how old is your partner? Um, she's 35. Okay. I'm not sure this is your job to motivate her. I think it's her job to motivate herself because um, the only thing that motivates all of us to find a job or keep a job is to pay the rent, the mortgage, the groceries, right? So it's like the lack of, I mean, we're so grateful we have a job. I do my show every night. That's my job. But, you know, besides the fact I love it, also it pays the bills. So, Mm. you know, Nanette, I was thinking not so much motivating her but creating the fact that Soon enough, she'll run out of her savings, and then what? Right? So, just reality. Right? Exactly. I think, you know, in today's age, more than ever in this crazy world we live in, that unless you, you know, super comfortable, but otherwise, the fear of lacking should be the motivation.
4: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, instead of trying to motivate her, just tell her how I'm feeling and what I'm scared about, basically.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. How are you feeling? What, how does that impact you? And in relationship, it's 50-50. I mean, you know, you're know, you working, she's not, and you are concerned and you're worried. But you don't tell her, find a job, say, I'm really worried. And then she will get the message. But if you treat her like a little girl and say, oh, you should find a job, then that's going to backlash and not go well.
4: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that makes total sense.
1: So a little reminder of <laughs> how we're going to pay the bills. You know, January 1st, February 1st, and so on, you know. Like, it's all the same for all, all of us.
4: Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Thank you. That's really helpful. I think she'll respond well
1: to that. Well, I, th- I think she, she, she has no other choice. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's what it is, right? <laughs> thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you and have a good night.
4: Thanks, Simon. You too.
1: I've had this question on my mind for a long time for you. Have you ever been on a blind date? Let's talk about that next. So, we talk a lot about dating on this show, online dating, you know, Zoom and stuff like that. But what about blind date? Have you ever been on a blind date? Um, something that old school we used to do. I don't know if it's still happening. But I wanted to know what you did and what you thought. So, I actually um, posted that on my social media at rendezvous Radio and 24% of you voted, yes, I have. But only 24% said, I have been on a blind date. 76% of you voted, no, I have not been on a blind date. And I have. <laughs> I have. But that's the old days. It was fun. Scary sometimes, but fun. Not scary because of like, fear. Scary because you never knew what you're going to get. Sometimes it was really great. Sometimes not so great. That's the beauty of blind date. Anyway, thank you so much for spending the evening with me. Stay warm. Have a good night. And bonsoir.
3: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.